What is going on, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask Podcast? Welcome back to another episode of This Right Here Podcast, the Didn't Ask Podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope you had a good weekend. I had a pretty interesting weekend, if I say so myself. On Friday, I had the day off because I had this hospital appointment. They were going to check Crohn's disease and uh, they gave me some good drugs, even though the drugs weren't as good as I wanted them to be in the moment. But yeah, I was loopy like from Friday afternoon till Saturday at night. Like I was completely fucking off. I remember doing things and I know I have done things, but like some spots were just blank. There is some huge black holes in my history and it's just fucking weird to be like, okay, well, I know that I did this, but I cannot remember going there type things where it's like uh, on Sunday, jumping back to the, the next day, I celebrated Santa Claus, Sinterklaas, as we call it here with my niece and my sister and her best friend and stuff like that it was really fun but like in the preparation i was looking for my lenses uh, my eye lenses and i was just like did i forget them in the hospital i cannot remember you know getting my my gla- my glasses container whatever the fuck you want to call it i don't know what the fuck do you call those things anyways i cannot remember my the the the, the case i put my glasses in i cannot remember you know putting them back in my bag and then I was like, well, I'm wearing my glasses, so I must have gotten them back from the hospital, but I couldn't fucking pinpoint where and when I did that and stuff like that. Like, th- there is so, some weird, again, weird black holes in my history, in my mind, where it's just like, I know that I went to C, but I don't know how I got past B, where it's just like, I, I went A to B to C, but I cannot really remember how I got to B to go to see but anyways i had a pretty okay weekend after that it was a procedure went well um, again as well as it went because the drugs weren't hitting the right places at the right time but we got there in the end we did the thing and we had a pretty okay weekend after that so that was pretty much fun other than that again celebrated Sinterklaas which was really fun with my little niece who was having a blast because she had got so many gifts that she wanted and she was like oh my god this is the one I wanted and yeah it's good to see her very happy with all those fun gifts and then we played a little game and I got a nice scented candle and I love scented candles especially the ones that smell like vanilla and I got a vanilla scented candle so I am very happy and I'm very happy I went even though it was very busy and my stomach still hurts from the procedure but hey we get through it and we all get past it so that was my weekend how was your weekend I hope you had a good one I hope you're doing good right now again we're getting closer and closer to the next level with the episode 100 it's fucking crazy to me that we're now at episode 91 which is mad absolutely mind-boggling to me that we're already at episode 91 but hey we're getting closer and closer to level 100. Why do I keep saying level 100? I did this last week. I said, actually, last week I said level 30, but now we're we're hitting episode 100. Not level 100, episode 100. And that is a very exciting time. But to get there, we have to get through this episode. And getting through this episode, that sounds very negative. We have a fun time over here at the Didn't Ask podcast. But let's jump into the first question coming from the Ask Reddit for today. Asked by you, sir. Darling Nikki 319 and they ask who is the female focal equivalent of Morgan Freeman? 
there are quite a couple good voices in Hollywood at that, but also outside of it. And I'm, of course, a very much a person that's based in the gaming industry. So my mind immediately goes to people in gaming, not necessarily Hollywood. And if I'm thinking about like good voices in gaming, I think of Ashley Birch is one of the voices that comes to mind relatively quickly, where Ashley Birch is such an iconic voice actor in the industry. And she has done so many voices and so many different voices as well, because she's Tiny Tina and she is, of course, Aloy for the Horizon games. And again, she has done so many more voices as that at that. But we also, of course, have Laura Bailey, who does many voices too. She's Abby in The Last of Us. She, Jesus, I'm blanking. She's Fetch from Infamous Second Son. And she has done so many more things. Like she was the main character in Call of Duty Vanguard. She was like the, the Russian sniper woman. Again, she has done so many voice things as well. But again, if we're talking about the female equivalent of Morgan Freeman, and then again, my mind goes to gaming. So I want to say Ashley Burtz. But while I'm thinking about this, and this might be because the movie is on the mind, I'm also thinking about Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson has a good voice as well. And she also has like a very soothing voice. Very British, of course. So that helps a lot too. Um, thinking of British voices, I also think of Hayley Atwell, who also has a very nice and soothing voice to listen to. And she does it very well as Agent Carter as well, where she has moments where she really wants to be more feminine. So she goes a little down and she talks a little bit, a little bit softer and a little bit more well-spoken, so to speak, where it's just like she articulates a little better and everything just comes up very proper, which makes it even more fun. So there are quite a few names that you can name here. I'm also going to the comments because I saw a couple of good ones. One that's being spoken about here by Randy underscore Daytona 402. They say Helen Mirren, which is also like a very good, very good voice to name in this situation. But then we also have Striker Dude 10 who says Judy Dench. And that Dame Judy Dench, she, she's also known, is also like a very good option here. Like there there are so many. And the, the funny thing is, is that when you're talking about the female equivalent, your mind immediately goes to like British people, which is very interesting to me. So going back to the question, as by user Darling Nikki 319 who is the female equivalent of Morgan Freeman? And again, when we're talking about voices, my head immediately goes to video game voices. And then Ashley Birch jumps by a mile above everybody else. Because, of course, she has done so many iconic voices. But now she is also in Mythic Quest, the Apple Plus show about the games industry. Which is very cool that she is in there as well as, as a, like a voice actor and actress and lead creative and whatever the fuck. I have not seen that mo- I have not seen that show. I really need to. I need to make some time for that. But... Yeah, I think that Ashley Birch is one that jumps up. Laura Bailey jumps up to me as well. Emma Thompson. And then in relation to that, Haley Atwell as well, who has a very good voice as well, very soothing. But then, of course, we have the submissions by Randy underscore Daytona 402, who says Helen Mirren, which is really good as well. And then we have Striker Dude 10, who says Judy Dench, which, again, good option. There are so many good options. 
which is very crazy, which means that there isn't really no equivalent to a Morgan Freeman voice for females. But this was a very fun and cool question. So thank you for that, darling Nikki. Moving on to the second question of the day, coming from user Bison Ranger, who says, if you eat 15,000 calories in a day, you get $1 billion. How do you get it done? The thing is, it's just like, do, do we have to eat 15,000 calories? Because 15,000 calories is a whole bunch, especially for me, like I don't eat that much, I would say, in a day. So if you're saying like, oh, I have to do 15,000 calories, that, that is a whole bunch. And that's basically what I eat in a week, like literally. So that's going to be a really hard task for me to do so. But that $1 billion, that's really fucking smooth. Like that, that, that is very tempting. So I have watched a whole bunch of uh, sidemen videos doing the calorie challenges. And the easiest way to get calories in is drinking them. Because drinks are always like high in sugar. So they don't fill you up really much. But they also have a bunch of calories because of that. So I think that drinking 15,000 calories is going to be the deal. So we're going to get like smoothies and stuff like that. Not, not, not even smoothies, like milkshakes. Yeah, again, maybe smoothies because fruit are also like pretty calorific in some senses. So that might also be a good thing because I think that that would be easier to do. You're going to get so many fucking calories in so quickly by just drinking them. And then again, having sugary drinks. I don't drink alcohol, but alcoholic drinks also would do very well, I think, because most of those, like if you have a cocktail, those things could be up to a thousand calories, I feel like. If you if you have like a very nice and very sweet cocktail that could be putting you over the threshold. So that's a very interesting thing to think about, I would say. Other options, other options, other options. Yeah, like going back to the question asked by bison ranger like if you eat fifteen thousand calories in a day you get one billion dollars how do you get it done i think that if if we can you know reshape the question and be like you know you have to ingest fifteen thousand calories i think that drinking is the way to go again get yourself some very sugary drinks that have a whole bunch of calories get milkshakes made that have a ton of calories because of the chocolates and whatever the fuck. I think that that is the smartest thing to do. If we have to eat them, then we have to throw this whole question over because then we're going to have to look at those like military rations that have like a cube of fucking whatever. And then this, that, that is like a thousand calories because I think that those don't necessarily fill you up that well, but they do give you the energy to keep going. So if we're looking at that way, I think that that might be the best option there. If you have to eat them, I think that those, like like the nutritional bars and stuff like that, I think that those are the way to go, where it's just like, oh, you eat one bar and you basically have enough energy for the whole day. So I think that that is a very good option. So thank you for your question, Bison Ranger. A very interesting exercise to do. Moving on to the third question of today, coming from user Raptor 8600 and they ask, What's something you can say in a dog park, but shouldn't say in a children's playground? I think the easy answer here is, get over here, I got some treats, get some treats. I think that that is a very interesting uh, thing to say. Like the, the easiest thing to say is, of course, like get in the truck, I got some treats. 
that is the easiest thing to say because yeah that's something you would say to a dog but not necessarily to a kid and if you do say that to a kid you're fucked get the fuck out of here we don't want you here i am scrolling down because sometimes i really like doing that just scrolling down to see what the people have to say about it and i see an answer and it is it is fucked up but it's also really funny so user relevant dash stress 7093 says can i pet him which of course would be very weird but then somebody replies to that with can i groom him and that was said by tech tools and that is really fucked up because yeah you would be able to like groom a dog which is like you know you would cut his hair and stuff like that that kind of makes sense like you comb him and stuff like that but to say that to a child like of course grooming when you're talking about humans is of course talking about basically like keeping an eye out on the child and making sure that you're you can be in a relationship when they get of age which is of course very bad so don't do that shit and that is really fucked up to say indeed um to a child or at a child's playground so going back to the question asked by user raptor 8600 what's something you can say in a dog park but shouldn't say in a children's playground to me the easy answer would be get in the truck i got some treats something like that i got some nice treats come over here i got some nice treats but the people in the comments they they take it a little further so relevant dash stress 7093 says can i pet him which is already bad but then tech tools one ups that by saying can i groom him oh wait oh my god and then somebody takes it even further again ben with two hands says you know i'm a professional groomer which that that is even more fucked up like how the fuck do you motherfuckers come up with this shit it's absolutely fucking ridiculous but i think uh i think they're they're, they're fun fun questions uh i think they're fun answers so thank you for that raptor 8600 and now moving on to the fourth question already of the ask credit for today coming from user apple underscore vival 5 and they ask what do you want for christmas and of course, the easy answer here is all I want for Christmas is you. You know, I, I, I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you for Christmas. Yeah, like oh, the, this year has been a very, in a sense, life changing year for me where this is like the first year I've had where I've been working all year. So I finally have some money. And therefore, this year has been very good to me in a sense that I have bought all the shit I've wanted to buy. Like, I've bought some shit that I probably should not have bought in the sense that I have a fucking Lego Technic Formula One car. That's something that I would normally never fucking buy in my whole goddamn life. That is something that is so out of the ordinary for me to buy, but I did it because I had the money to do so. And I, of course, bought a Horizon forbidden west or horizon zero dawn whatever the fuck you want to call it uh also a lego structure which i fucking love it's so fucking cool like it i have it on a dresser and it's like it towers above everything else and it's really fucking cool so i look at that every day and i think it's super fun so when i think about what they, what i want for christmas i don't really know the answer to that question i i think the answer would honestly be like a fun girlfriend 
I, I have everything in my life that I want. And it, this is going to sound very sentimental where it's just like, you know, like I, I got all all I need in the sense that, hey, I I did the thing. I, I have a job and hopefully this job is going to continue next year as well. Again, I've been making money the whole year, so I have some money left so I can, you know, spend that on Christmas gifts, among other things. And therefore, I have been buying shit that I probably should not have been buying. I've been buying games that I've not even fucking played. I have games that are still fucking wrapped in plastic right now. And I keep buying more games because I go like, oh man, that's a great deal. So let me buy that. Honestly, I got this as a gift. So thank you, mom. But I got the Formula One 2021 game because it was 10 bucks. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this. It was really fun. And then my mom was like, no, you can get it from me. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. That's very nice. But yeah, like I... I I have not played it yet, gonna be honest with you, I didn't really have time this weekend and I also I'm still playing God of War because I've not really played that much and then there was a new season of Fortnite starting this weekend so I played that. So there are so many things going on and therefore I'm not really playing all the things that I should be playing or maybe want to be playing at that. But I think that yeah, there are so many things that I can just buy and therefore like as a child you were just like oh I'm waiting for Christmas, especially me, like I am born in summer so my year is like it's perfect it's perfectly planned out where it's just like i have my birthday in july and then i have christmas at the end of the year and therefore as a child it's perfect where you just like oh in summer i can get gifts for my birthday and then in the winter i get gifts at like sinterklaas and christmas and stuff like that and then you're basically good for half a year and then it's my birthday again and then i get more gifts and then you keep things rolling but now again i have hit a point where it's just like i'm making money i'm doing you know i'm doing well even though health wise it could always get better for me but i'm doing well i'm enjoying myself i have money stowed away i am buying shit that i should not be buying but i'm not necessarily quote unquote missing the money in a sense that when i was a kid and i bought a game that i didn't like i was like devastated where it's just like ah, i fucking spent 60 dollars or 60 bucks on the sims for the xbox and now i'm playing like two hours and i don't fucking like it so why the fuck is it here so i've hit a point where it's just like i don't necessarily need anything so going back to the question asked by user apple underscore 505 what do you want for christmas and i think the easy answer is just a fun girlfriend to spend the rest of my days with because i think that that is the only thing right now that i'm quote unquote missing in my life where it's just like uh, i don't have somebody to hold Somebody to love, somebody to lay next to, somebody to enjoy the world with, to see the sights, to live a life, to get married, to enjoy what life can give us. But yeah, no, um, very, very sentimental. Um, that I think that that is the, the answer I have to give here. It is very much a non-answer because it's not something that you can just get. But I think that that is my where my answer goes to like i have pretty much everything i need in life and i'm very grateful for that and it has not been easy <laughs> um it, it's definitely not been easy but you know it, life is hard work sometimes and that that is you know and and when it pays off i should say when it pays off that 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 works out for everybody involved so thank you for your question apple underscore 505 and i'm sorry for the long and sentimental answer but that, that is my answer to your question Thank you for your question. 
And now moving on to the final question of today coming from user Charlie McChapels. And they ask, you passed away. Your life gets a documentary. Who do you want to be the voiceover? We can go back to the first question. And it's just like, oh, we're going to get Morgan Freeman. Or maybe one of the other people that I mentioned. But no. I think that my life has in many ways been really funny. And maybe, uh, maybe it has been funny to me and not necessarily to others. But I think that the voiceover should reflect that a little bit. It should be a little bit more lighthearted. It should be a little bit more funny. So I think that going for a more funny voice and maybe a weird personality could be a fun one. So my head jumped to Sarah Silverman. I'm a, I wouldn't say big fan of Sarah. I'm a fan of Sarah Silverman. I appreciate her work. She has done some very fun voiceovers as well. And she is a really funny person. So I think that that would be very funny. She also does funny voices and I am a big fan of funny voices. And while I'm saying this, I'm, I'm more uh, names pop up in my mind, which I'm going to circle back to later. I'm thinking Sarah Silverman. But when I thought of Sarah Silverman, I also thought of Jeff Goldblum. And of course, it's maybe a weird jump for you. But for me, it's not because uh, Jeff Goldblum made a jazz album and Sarah Silverman sang on one of these albums or on this album, one of the songs. And therefore, those names are very much related. Those names are very much related in my head. And I think that um, both these options would be very funny. Of course, Jeff Goldblum, I, I love Jeff Goldblum. And the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, is an absolute treat on Disney+. Plus. So if you have not seen it, please go watch it. It's so much fun. It's just Jeff Goldblum experiencing life and experiencing new things and learning new things and then talking over it with his fucking stupid. I'm sorry, but like respectfully stupid. Jeff Goldblum voice where he goes, you know, uh, it's me, Jeff Goldblum. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, I um was wondering what a tattoo would feel like if you put it somewhere else besides your arm. But then I thought, hey, I know somebody that does that. And and it, he goes on so many fucking fun tangents and it's just his infliction and the way he says things. It's absolutely fantastic. So that's why I'm thinking of Jeff Goldblum. But again, like I said earlier, I was thinking about so many names to pop up. Like, I love doing weird voices and I do a lot of weird voices. And then saying that, I was like, oh my God, Eliza Schlesinger. She does so many fucking stupid voices. So I think that, and I love her as a comedian. Like, she is one of my, if not the favorite comedian I have. So I would say Sarah Silverman would be a good option, but Eliza Schlesinger seems to be an even better option for me. But when talking about voiceovers, I was also thinking about Abby Jacobson because Abby Jacobson is, of course, very similar to Sarah Silverman. She's very funny, but she also has a whole bunch of voice acting experience because she's in like the Lego Ninjago movie and she is in Enchanted, I think the show is called on Netflix. And she has done so many other things too. She is in... Uh, Mitchell's version of the machines as well so, like she has done so many things as well and again she's super funny so I think that that is also a very good option so many good options people but uh, the thing is like hopefully none of these people do the voiceover over my life because that means that I would be dying very soon and I don't want that I'm too young to die man I'm still a virgin I've not experienced the fruits of life so going back to the question asked by user Charlie McChapels you passed away your life gets a documentary who do you want to be the voice over? 
again i have a whole list of people that i would want to voice over my life but i'm gonna give you the top five which is sarah silverman jeff goldblum abby jacobson and eliza schlesinger those th four are definitely the ones that i'm just like oh, th those would be very fucking fun and then i'm gonna just do throw out an extra one and that is let's make it becky g i don't know why i think that becky g is such a cool person and she has like a fun you know the, the mexican flavor in her voice it has nothing to do with my life but i think that would be fun you know what i mean i think that would be fun thank you for your questions charlie mcchapels and now moving on to the final question of the day of course coming from the mid asshole subreddit asked by user throwra three two two four one four which is just clearly a throwaway account so i'm not going to repeat that mid asshole for threatening to tell my husband's sister and her husband about the tracking device he put in her car very recently i found out my husband had installed a tracking device in my sister's car he's a mechanic while he was fixing it for her I confronted him about it and he refused to tell me what was going on or expand on the situation. His sister and I are close. I threatened him to tell her and her husband but he lashed out at me saying that it has nothing to do with me. I threatened him to tell her and her husband but he lashed out saying that it has nothing to do with me and it was out of line to get myself involved. He told me it's complicated, that he can't say anything to me now and that I should keep my nose out of it. We had an argument and he started avoiding me saying there's going to be an issue if I go through with this threat. Am I the asshole for threatening to tell her? Should I back off? And we got a little bit more context here, which is very important. I was asked to put more context, but I'm not sure what it is and isn't relevant. But I found out about the tracking device when I heard him talking on the phone. He said his mom was on the phone and she knew about it. But I doubt it is because she's close to my sister-in-law. And also, when he was talking on the phone, I didn't sound like he was talking to his mom. His tone was more formal than usual. So, going to your question, am I the asshole for, for threatening to tell my husband's sister and her husband about the tracking device he put in her car? Definitely not the asshole. Even though somehow this, this post has been labeled as asshole, you're definitely not the asshole. This is a very serious situation and a very scary situation going on here where your husband is seemingly following your sister-in-law for unknown reasons and apparently he has been in talks with somebody about this which is makes it even more scary because then the question is like are they tracking her you know what what is he doing with the car like what is what the fuck is going on I, is he like actually tracking her to see where she is going or is he tracking the car to do something with the car is like there are so many questions i'm having in a situation that is just like this is not safe for anybody involved and in the comments i saw people saying that hey you might want to check your own car because if he did this on his sister's car then he definitely did it on your own car as well so there is some very serious situation going on here and i think that yeah you, you you need to get out of this situation as quickly as you can i feel like because there there is some very unsavory shit going on where it's just like he is tracking his sister talking to people about it that means that he might be tracking you as well and talking to other people about that as well and then there is so many weird things going on 
I would definitely talk to your sister-in-law and maybe even your mother-in-law to see, you know, what the fuck is going on if this is known behavior because this is very creepy and shouldn't be happening. So going to your question, as so going to your question, am I asked for threatening to tell my husband's sister and her husband about the tracking device he put in her car? Definitely not. But there is a very unsafe situation happening here. So just make sure that you're doing it safely and maybe, you know, go to the police. I don't know, like by foot, put your car at work and then go to the police and work back or call the police from a work phone or something like that. Make sure that people know what the fuck is going on because this is very unsafe and a very scary situation to be in. Thank you for your question. And that's going to do it for me for this week. If you have a fun time, please leave a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because both places give you the ability to leave a rating and that's going to help the show out tremendously and it's fun to read those. You can find this podcast on basically every podcast platform all over the globe, but you can go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash bot. That link will be in the show description. Over here, you can find all the places this podcast is available on like Pocket Casts like Apple Podcast, like Spotify, like Amazon Podcast, like Google Podcast, you name it, it's there. If it's not, please let me know. You can do that by going to the anchor.fm website that I mentioned earlier and pressing the message button in the top of the page. Over here, you have the ability to record a voice memo for me saying like, hey, this podcast is not available on this and this platform and I will do my best to get it on there as quickly as I can. You can use that button as well to ask me a question personally. So you can just go there and press that button, record a voice memo, and then say your personal question. If you don't want your voice to be heard, I can totally understand that. Just say that somewhere in your message, then I'll just read the question out myself so you can still get an answer to your question, but stay anonymous at the same time. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. I'm going to be back next week. And if you know what I'm doing in the meantime, and in between time, you go to track.tv. That link will be in the description as well. Over here, you get an overview of all the movies and TV shows that I'm watching. I just finished the werewolf thing. I think I talked about this last week. I finished the werewolf whole review thing. It was really fucking fun to do that. Um, we're getting into a very different one right now. And not very much to talk about. I just finished Amsterdam. I watched that this weekend. I also am planning on watching Don't Worry Darling. Even though it's probably not that good of a movie. But still interested in seeing it. There are so many things going on. And I'm watching a lot of wrestling and stuff like that. But you probably won't see that on there. But that's fine. There are so many things going on. So please check it out on track.tv. Because that's a very fun thing to do. And you can keep up with all of the shit I'm watching. Like Below Deck like Below Deck Adventure, like Stargirl, like Too Hot to Handle is coming back, like Cuphead, like, I don't know. There are so many things, so funny, fun things that I'm watching. So please go check that out. Well, that's going to do it for me for now. I'll see you back next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.